Second Adhyaya of Kaushitaki Upanishad, translated by Max Muller. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jyoti Taravanat. Prana, breath, is Brahman. Thus says Kaushitaki, of this prana, which is Brahman, the mind, Manas, is the messenger speech the housekeeper the eye the guard the ear the informant he who knows mind as the messenger of prana which is brahman becomes possessed of the messenger he who knows speech as the housekeeper becomes possessed of the housekeeper he who knows the eye as the guard becomes possessed of the guard he who knows the ear as the informant becomes possessed of the informant now to that prana which is brahman all these deities mind speech eye ear bring an offering though he asks not for it and thus to him who knows this all creatures bring an offering though he asks not for it for him who knows this there is this upanishad secret vow beg not as a man who has begged through a village and got nothing sits down and says i shall never eat anything given by those people and as then those who formerly refused him press him to accept their arms thus is the rule for him who begs not but the charitable will press him and say let us give to thee prana breath is brahman thus says paingya and in that prana which is brahman the eye stands firm behind speech the ear stands firm behind the eye the mind stands firm behind the ear and the spirit stands firm behind the mind to that prana which is brahman all these deities bring an offering though he asks not for it and thus to him who knows this all all creatures bring an offering though he asks not for it for him who knows this there is this upanishad secret vow beg not as a man who has begged through a village and got nothing sits down and says i shall never eat anything given by those people and as then those who formerly refused him press him to accept their arms thus is the rule for him who begs not but the charitable will press him and say let us give to thee now follows the attainment of the highest treasure prana spirit if a man meditates on that highest treasure let him on a full moon or a new moon or in the bright fortnight under an auspicious nakshatra at one of these proper times bending his right knee offer oblations of ghee with a ladle after having placed the fire swept the ground strewn the sacred grass and sprinkled water let him say the deity called speech is the attainer may it attain this for me from him who possesses and can bestow what i wish for 
swaha to it the deity called prana breath is the attainer may it attain this for me from him swaha to it the deity called the eye is the attainer may it attain this for me from him swaha to it the deity called the ear is the attainer may it attain this for me from him swaha to it the deity called mind manas is the attainer of it may it attain this for me from him swaha to it the deity called pragna knowledge is the attainer of it may it attain this for me from him swaha to it then having inhaled the smell of the smoke and having rubbed his limbs with the ointment of ghee walking on in silence let him declare his wish or let him send a messenger he will surely obtain his wish now follows the daiva samra the desire to be accomplished by the gods if a man desires to become dear to any man or woman or to any men or women then at one of the forementioned proper times he offers in exactly the same manner as before oblations of ghee saying i offer thy speech in myself this one here swaha i offer thy ear in myself i this one here swaha i offer thy mind in myself this one here swaha i offer thy pragna knowledge in myself i this one here swaha then having inhaled the smell of the smoke and having rubbed his limbs with the ointment of ghee walking on in silence let him try to come in contact or let him stand speaking in the wind so that the wind may carry his words to the person by whom he desires to be loved surely he becomes dear and they think of him now follows the restraint samyamana instituted by pratardana the son of divodasa they call it the inner agnihotra so long as a man speaks he cannot breathe he offers all the while his prana breath in his speech and so long as a man breathes he cannot speak he offers all the while his speech in his breath these two endless and immortal oblations he offers always whether waking or sleeping whatever other oblations there are those for example of the ordinary agnihotra consisting of milk and other things they have an end for they consist of works which like all works have an end the ancients knew this the best agnihotra did not offer the ordinary agnihotra ukta is brahman thus said sukshabringara let him meditate on it the ukta as the same with the rik and all beings will praise him as the best let him meditate on it as the same with the yajus and all beings will join before him as the best let him meditate on it as the same with the saman and all beings will bow before him as the best let him meditate on it as the same with might 
let him meditate on it as the same with glory let him meditate on it as the same with splendor for as the bow is among weapons the mightiest the most glorious the most splendid thus is he who knows this among all beings the mightiest the most glorious the most splendid the advaryu conceives the fire of the altar which is used for the sacrifice to be himself in it he the advaryu weaves the yajus portion of the sacrifice and in the yajus portion of the hothri weaves the rik portion of the sacrifice and in the rik portion of the udgatri weaves the salmon portion of the sacrifice he the advaryu or prana is the self of the threefold knowledge he indeed is the self of it of prana he who knows this is the self of it becomes prana next follows the three kinds of meditation of the all-conquering sarvajit kaushitaki the all-conquering kaushitaki adores the sun when rising having put on the sacrificial cord having brought water and having thrice sprinkled the water cup saying thou art the deliverer deliver me from sin in the same manner he adores the sun when in the zenith saying thou art the highest deliverer deliver me highly from sin in the same manner he adores the sun when setting saying thou art the full deliverer deliver me fully from sin thus he fully removes whatever sin he committed by day and by night and in the same manner he who knows this likewise adores the sun and fully removes whatever sin he committed by day and by night then secondly let him worship every month in the year at the time of the new moon the moon as it is seen in the west in the same manner as before described with regard to the sun or let him send forth his speech toward the moon with two green blades of grass saying o thou who art mistress of immortal joy through that gentle heart of mine which abides in the moon may i never weep for misfortune concerning my children the children of him who thus adores the moon do not indeed die before him thus it is with a man to whom a son is already born now for one to whom no son is born as yet he mutters the three rik verses increase o soma may vigor come to thee may milk may food go to thee that ray which the adithyas gladden having muttered these three rik verses he says do not increase by our breath prana by our offspring by our cattle he who hates us and whom we hate increase by his breath 
by his offspring, by his cattle. Thus I turn the turn of God. I return the turn of Aditya. After these words, having raised the right arm towards Soma, he lets to go again. Then, thirdly, let him worship on the day of the full moon, the moon as it is seen in the east in the same manner, saying, Thou art Soma, the king, the wise, the five-mouthed, the lord of creatures. The Brahmana is one of thy mouths. With that mouth thou eatest the king's, Kshatriyas. Make me an eater of food by that mouth. The king is one of thy mouths. With that mouth thou eatest the people, Vaisyas. Make me an eater of food by that mouth. The hawk is one of thy mouths. With that mouth thou eatest the birds. Make me an eater of food by that mouth. Fire is one of thy mouths. With that mouth thou eatest this world. Make me an eater of food by that mouth. In thee there is the fifth mouth. With that mouth thou eatest all beings. Make me an eater of food by that mouth. Do not decrease by our life, by our offspring, by our cattle. He who hates us and whom we hate, decrease by his life, by his offering, by his cattle. Thus I turn the turn of the God, I return the turn of Aditya. After these words, having raised the right arm, he lets it go again. Next, having addressed these prayers to Soma, when a being with his wife, let him stroke her heart, saying, O fair one, who hast obtained immortal joy by that which has entered thy heart through Prajapati, mayest thou never fall into sorrow about thy children. Her children then do not die before her. Next, if a man has been absent and returns home, let him smell, kiss his son's head, saying, Thou springest from every limb, thou art born from the heart, thou my son art myself indeed. Live thou a hundred harvests. He gives him his name, saying, Be thou a stone, be thou an axe, be thou solid gold. Thou, my son, art light indeed. Live thou a hundred harvests. He pronounces his name. Then he embraces him, saying, as Prajapati, the lord of creatures, embraced his creatures for their welfare, thus I embrace thee, pronouncing his name. Then he mutters into his right ear, saying, O thou quick Maghavan, give to him. O Indra, 
bestow the best wishes. Thus he whispers into his left ear. Let him then thrice smell, kiss his head, saying, Do not cut off the line of our rays. Do not suffer. Live a hundred harvests of life. I kiss thy head, O son, with thy name. He then thrice makes a lowing sound over his head, saying, I low over thee with the lowing sound of cows. Next follows the Daiva Parimara, the dying around of the gods. The absorption of the two classes of gods mentioned before into prana or brahman. This brahman shines forth indeed when the fire burns, and it dies when it burns not. Its splendor goes to the sun alone, the life prana, the moving principle, to the air. This brahman shines forth indeed when the sun is seen, and it dies when it is not seen. Its splendor goes to the moon alone, the life prana to the air. This Brahman shines forth indeed when the moon is seen, and it dies when it is not seen. Its splendor goes to the lightning alone, its life prana to the air. This Brahman shines forth indeed when the lightning flashes, and it dies when it flashes not. Its splendor goes to the air, and the life prana to the air. Thus all these deities, that is, fire, sun, moon, lightning, having entered the air, though dead, do not vanish and out of the very air they rise again. So much with reference to the deities, mythological. Now, then, with reference to the body, physiological. This Brahman shines forth indeed when one speaks his speech, and it dies when one does not speak. His splendor goes to the eye alone, the life prana to breath prana. This Brahman shines forth indeed when one sees with the eye, and it dies when one does not see. Its splendor goes to the ear alone, the life prana to breath prana. This Brahman shines forth indeed when one hears with the ear, and it dies when one does not hear. Its splendor goes to the mind alone, the life prana to the breath prana. This Brahman shines forth indeed when one thinks with the mind, and it dies when one does not think. Its splendor goes to the breath prana alone, and the life prana to the breath prana. Thus all these deities, the senses, etc., having entered breath or life prana alone, though dead, do not vanish, and out of the very breath prana they rise again. And if two mountains, the southern and northern, were to move forward,
trying to crush him who knows this they would not crush him but those who hate him and those whom he hates they die around him next follows the nishraya sadhana the accepting of the preeminence of prana breath or life by the other gods the deities speech eye ear mind contending with each for who was the best went out of this body and the body lay without breathing withered like a log of wood then speech went into it but speaking by speech it lay still then the eye went into it but speaking by speech and seeing by the eye it lay still then the ear went into it but speaking by speech seeing by the eye hearing by the ear it lay still then mind went into it but speaking by speech seeing by the eye hearing by the ear thinking by the mind it lay still then breath prana life went into it and thence it rose at once all these deities having recognized the preeminence of prana and having comprehended prana alone as the conscious self prajnatman went out of this body with all these five different kinds of prana and resting in the air knowing that prana had entered the air and merged in the ether akasha they went to heaven and in the same manner he who knows this having recognized the preeminence in prana and having comprehended prana alone as the conscious self prajnatman goes out of this body with all these does no longer believe in this body and resting in the air and merged in the ether he goes to heaven he goes to where those gods speech etc are and having reached this he who knows this becomes immortal with that immortality which those gods enjoy next follows the father's tradition to the son and thus they explain it the father when going to depart calls his son after having strewn the house with fresh grass and having laid the sacrificial fire and having placed near it a pot of water with a jug full of rice himself covered with a new cloth and dressed in white he places himself above his son touching his organs with his own organs or he may deliver the tradition to him while he sits before him then he delivers it to him the father says let me place my speech in thee the son says i take thy speech in me the father says let me place my scent prana in thee the son says i take thy scent in me the father says let me place my eye in thee the son says i take thy eye in me the father says let me place my ear in thee the son says 
I take thy ear in me. The father says, Let me place my tastes of food in thee. The son says, I take thy tastes of food in me. The father says, Let me place my actions in thee. The son says, I take thy actions in me. The father says, Let me place my pleasure and pain in thee. The son says, I take thy pleasure and pain in me. The father says, Let me place happiness, joy, and offspring in thee. The son says, I take thy happiness, joy, and offspring in me. The father says, Let me place my walking in thee. The son says, I take thy walking in me. The father says, Let me place my mind in thee. The son says, I take thy mind in me. The father says, Let me place my knowledge, Pragna, in thee. The son says, I take thy knowledge in me. But if the father is very ill, he may say shortly, Let me place my spirits, Pranas, in thee. And the son, I take thy spirits in me. Then the son walks round his father, keeping his right side towards him, and goes away. The father calls after him, May fame, glory of countenance, and honour always follow thee. Then the other looks back over his left shoulder, covering himself with his hand or the hem of his garment, saying, Obtain the heavenly worlds, swarga, and all desires. If the father recovers, let him be under the authority of his son, or let him wander about as an ascetic. But if he departs, then let them dispatch him, as he ought to be dispatched. Yeah, as he ought to be dispatched. End of Second Adhyaya Recording by Jyoti Taravanath